This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Below the Yellow Line. Welcome to Daytona 500 Qualifying Preview. Welcome to the preview show for qualifying for the 66th annual Great American Race. I apologize for all the YouTube viewers out there, uh, wonderful YouTube viewers on the Below the Yellow Line YouTube channel that uh, are seeing my face a little laggy. Audio listeners doesn't affect you all, but I do apologize. I'm trying to fix this issue. Hopefully it is fixed before the season officially starts next weekend at Daytona. But um, it's a little, it's just hard to watch, you know, me editing this and y'all watching it. But I appreciate you sticking with me here as, as you watch my slightly laggy lips and eyes move a little slower than you hear my speech. So I apologize for that. Daytona 500 qualifying coming up. I wanted to do some sort of cup preview Friday this week. So that's why we're previewing qualifying It'll take place February 14th. That's right, Valentine's Day, the evening on uh, of next Wednesday. You know, you know, if you got that significant other in your life that's a NASCAR fan, just well, all they want is to sit down in front of the couch or listen in the car, or listen on the radio on MRN or Sirius XM today, Tone of 500 qualifying. That's what they want to do. That's the gift you can get them, or you can get them some Wicked Mix and Wicked Minis, which is the perfect race day companion. You can get that at MoonlightMixes.com. Um, get them some Wicked Minis, get them some Wicked Mix, and let them watch Daytona 500 qualifying and all the on-track activity for Speed Week while you're at it. Qualifying for the 66th Daytona 500, Wednesday, February 14th, like I said, 8.15 p.m. Eastern, Fox Sports 1 for TV, MRN, and Sirius X and NASCAR Radio on the radio. 41 cars currently on the entry list, so that means one driver will for sure go home, and the top two spots on the grid will be guaranteed. The driver that will start third in the Daytona 500 will be the winner of duel number one. The driver that starts fourth in the Daytona 500 will be the winner of duel number two. Those will take place Thursday evening, and hopefully next Wednesday evening, we'll have a recap of qualifying and an in-depth preview of the duels. So that's what we're planning on doing then. But tonight, I'm just going to preview who I think could go home of these drivers entered and uh, who I think could win the poll and sit on the front row along with that poll winner. So starting off, 41 cars on the entry list. Could be more. I've heard rumors about the money team. I've heard rumors about Greg Biffle and New York Racing coming back. I, I don't know about that. It seems awfully late in the game to announce the Daytona 500 bid. I don't know. But 41 cars on the entry list, 40 spots for the 66th annual Great American Race. The driver, I'm kind of unanimously, easily picking to go home here. No disrespect, no hate, but it's B.J. McLeod. Simple reason. I trust the driver. He's a veteran, but I don't trust the equipment. I don't trust the speed. If he does get in, if David Reagan, Anthony Alfredo, Jimmy Johnson, uh, you know, any of those guys, any of those other open entries have issues, I could see him getting in. But all those guys are going to be smart, especially Jimmy. I don't think they're going to push their cars too hard and crash in the duels. If he does get in, I, I think it's going to be in similar fashion to uh, to how Connor Daly in the 50 car got in last year, which I still say in the duels, that 50 car for the money team was the worst driving race car I've ever seen in my life. Never seen a car drive worse. Never seen a car drive worse. And the fact that that car got into the race was a miracle. The fact that it completed laps in the race was a miracle. Um, but I think that's the team most likely to go home. But if he does, you know, sit back, relax, watch the race on the couch with some Wicked Mix and Wicked Minis, which you can get on Amazon.com, Walmart.com, and, of course, at MoonlightMixes.com. Pole pick, um, Kyle Larson or Alex Bowman. I'm leaning Bowman. I feel like he has slightly more momentum. Don't get me wrong. Kyle Larson wants to win his third straight Daytona 500 pole. Absolutely. Or maybe it's only – it would be 
his third straight, right? I don't know. He and Bowman have been on the front row, I believe, the last three years in a row. Hendrick has been on the front row for I don't even know how many years in a row. Chevy has been on the front row since the 1800s in the Daytona 500, it seems like anyway, because I was just going back through Danica Patrick in 2013, Austin Dillon in 2014, Jeff Gordon 2015, Chase Elliott 2016. Was Junior on the pole in 2017? I can't remember. And then 18, it was Bowman. You know, uh, uh, 2020, Stenhouse. 2021, Bowman. 22, 23, Larson. Chevy and Hendrick specifically, but really Chevy as a whole is at a stranglehold, a chokehold on the field when it comes to qualifying for the Daytona 500. And and I don't know the trends overall for qualifying in that span at every race, but Daytona is the qualifying session, just like Indy, that everybody remembers, everybody recognizes, everybody says, oh yeah, Daytona 500 qualifying. I remember that. Qualifying for the spring Las Vegas race, the fall Texas race. I don't remember that. So Daytona 500 qualifying means a lot. Now the one big advantage, or maybe disadvantage, I don't know. I think there's advantages and disadvantages to both of these camps here. But that Chevy has, they can use their notes from last year. They're the only manufacturer of the three that didn't have a body change. Ford with this new Dark Horse and Toyota with this new Camry XSE did have body changes. They had changes to the car, the physical car. They can't lean on their notes from last year. Maybe they can a little bit. It's still the next-gen car, still a Toyota Camry, but it's not an XSE. You know, they're, they're aerodynamic things. There are maybe horsepower things, drag things, whatever, that, that are different on these cars. And so they can't rely on their nose. They had to spend extra time saying, okay, this is what this is an approach we could take. That's the advantage that Chevrolet has, uh, is that they can look back at their notes from last year, 2022. They got two full years of notes to their credit. Maybe Ford and Toyota, I'm not saying they can't use any of them. It's still a next-gen car, still a Mustang, still a Camry, but it's not a dark horse. It's not an XSE. You know, there are a lot of variables here. And with a different car model, a thousandth of a second could be the difference between starting on the pole and starting fifth. Could be the difference in making the Daytona 500 and missing the Daytona 500. Who knows? So that's why it's so important. That's why it's so critical. I'm going Bowman for my pole pick. I'm going Larson to go with him on the front row. I could see that going either way. I think Bowman has not as much momentum as Larson, obviously, but he has a little more to prove, right? Started so great last year, had the injury, had the penalties that ruined his year, looked terrible for the second half of the year for the most part. He and Blake Harris need a kickstart. They need a shot in the arm. That shot in the arm could be the Daytona 500 pole. And uh, if Larson gets it, I wouldn't be surprised. Both of them need to work on their racecraft on super speedways. Larson has terrible luck. Bowman's just not a great speedway driver. Neither of them have ever won a super speedway race. I don't believe either of them have ever won a duel even. So, uh, you know, that's critical. And then in the duels, you know, their goal, just don't crash the car, obviously. Be safe with it. Race if you can, if you want, if it's calm, but I don't think it's going to be too calm. These duels are going to be wild, especially if a couple other cars show up. Even if they don't, you're trying to advance your starting position as high as you can. Guys are already looking towards the championship, trying to get stage points. You want to start up front in stage one. You don't want to start, you know, where you're in the chaos already, but you also don't want to be 40th off the grid. You don't want to be in danger of losing the draft and, and going a lap down. So qualifying for the great American race, very important as always. Short little preview here, cut preview Friday for this week. Hope you all had a great February 9th or February 10th, February 11th, whenever you're watching this. Way too early, a truck series playoff predictions coming at you. And then truck Xfinity cap series pre-race shows for speed week for the season openers, and of course, the Daytona 500. My name is Samuel Subs from Below the Line. Thank you guys for watching and listening. 
speedwaymedia.com. I'm still writing articles over there. I'll have a dual preview, a Daytona 500, or sorry, a dual recap and a Daytona 500 recap out on yardbarker.com next weekend. And of course, moonlightmixes.com to get all your race day snacks. I am Samuel Stubbs from Below the Line. Thank you for watching and listening. Rate us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Click all the buttons and leave us a good review. Goodbye, everybody. Happy Daytona week.